What is up, all my Nexus family? It is your host, Dr. Daniel Kimbley, and you are tuned in to another episode of The Nexus Podcast. And on this week's episode of the podcast, I sit down with the amazing Dr. Alyssa Poro. She's the other practicing chiropractor here in our office at Nexus. And what she is going to do is she's going to ask me a series of Q&A questions. So this is going to be a quick fire episode of frequently asked questions that we get right here inside of the office. And she's going to sit down, she's going to interview me, and we're going to have a conversation. We're not going to deep dive into neurology your chiropractic or anything like that, but simply talk about the questions that were asked most frequently and answer them all for you in this episode. So kick back, relax, and enjoy this episode of the Nexus podcast where Dr. Alyssa is actually going to be the host. Hey guys, so I have a list of some of the most popular questions we get here at the office and they're in no particular order, but all kind of over the map here. So first question why don't you do the popping and cracking with the adjustments? This is probably my favorite question of all time. Uh, and there's there's a long backstory to it, so I'll try to keep it short. Um, I want to try and keep each of these answers under two minutes, by the way. So we'll see how good I do should with that. Should we get a timer? Because you know that I like to talk. Yes. Um, actually, we should get a timer. So as I'm getting a timer, I'm going to answer this first question. And the first question is, it's actually pretty simple. So if we go back to when I first started practicing, one of the things that I was um, looking for is I was like very, very dead set on doing popping, cracking. And I found pretty quickly that not everyone wanted to get popped and cracked. Like some people were very scared to have their neck adjusted, like the old school rotary style adjustment that we learned. It's called full spine technique or diversified. And I luckily had other techniques that I would use um, to adjust people. So I started using those. And pretty quickly I realized that I was actually getting better results faster using lighter force techniques. And so I started to guide the way I made recommendations, but I also realized like, why, just because it feels good to somebody and that's what somebody wants or somebody expects from an adjustment, why would I not get them better results faster? And so what we found is through the way that we adjust is that using an instrument that vibrates at a very specific frequency, we're able to 100% know that we're affecting the brain in the way that we say we are, and then also bring them to a place where they get results faster. So a good example of this is like in the beginning, I used to recommend care for people at three times a week, like quite often. And that's actually dropped by like 30% over the course of the last three years because we figured out some cool new techniques that are lighter force that actually get people results faster and uh, keep them you know, in the game longer and in better ways. So that's where the popping cracking comes into play. Can we do it? Sure, we can do it. Do we do it? Sometimes. Mostly no though, because we know that the drop in the instrument that we use get better results. And why would we not want you to get better results? Because that's ultimately all we care about here inside the office. Okay. And then that will lead me to the next question going off of that. What is the instrument that you use and what makes it so special? Great question. So the question is, or the answer to that question is the arthrostem is the name of the instrument that we use. So the arthrostem is an adjusting instrument that fires at a very specific frequency. So we use it set at 12 to 14 impulses per second. So I'm going to get a little bit nerdy here for a second. There's a thing called a beta somatomotor rhythm. So what that means is that the way your body and your brain fire together as a um, unit it's think of it much like a guitar. If you tune the guitar strings, they all sound good together, but if one's out of tune, then none of it sounds right. So what we're doing is by using that 12 to 14 impulses per second, we're retuning 
the body to that 12 to 14 impulses or the beta somatomotor rhythm. So it matches the brain's frequency. And this is how I know when we say through all the science and the neuroscience is that this is not a chiropractic thing, this is a neuroscience thing, is that that 12 to 14 impulses to the joints of the spine actually resets that beta somatomotor rhythm so the brain can communicate more efficiently with the body. Think of it like this, is if you've ever been watching YouTube or streaming something and the person's mouth is off from the words that they're actually saying and you have to, and you, it gets really annoying because it looks like they're saying stuff and then you hear the words later, but if you pause it and then you hit play again and then the words are resynced back up with the mouth where it makes sense, it's the exact same thing. So it's like a reset. It's like we're hitting pause so the brain can reset itself and actually start firing at a better frequency, which ultimately allows you to heal better. And the other cool part about it is, since I have a few extra seconds, is that it's reproducible. So whether it's me or Dr. Alyssa using it, whether I didn't sleep last night or whether I had too much caffeine today or whatever it is, that 12 to 14 impulse instrument works the same way every single time, no matter what. So that's how we can guarantee results. That's how we keep it measurable and very, very specific for the clients that we take care of here inside of our office. Okay. Next question. Why am I sore after my adjustment? This is a great question. So I always tell people when they get adjusted, one of three things is going to happen. First couple adjustments, you're either going to feel better, you're going to feel worse, or you're going to feel the same. And feeling worse is a part of the process. So one of the things that often happens is as we wake up the brain and the way that the brain controls the postural muscles, specifically when I talk about the brain, I'm talking about the cortex, the frontal cortex, but the way that that cortex controls those postural muscles, if the body's stressed out, it actually starts to turn off some of the small, tiny postural muscles so that big muscles can come in and do the work. This creates a problem because if we have people who are chronically stressed out for a year, five years, 10 years, those muscles stop working well. And I equate it to like, if you haven't been to the gym in six to 12 months and you go in and you do a super hard workout, you're going to be sore. And the exact same thing is true with the body. So when people get sore or they start experiencing like, you know, almost feverish like symptoms, it's because we reactivate the nervous system. We reactivate the immune system. And as a result, the body starts to heal more deeply. It starts to detox and these symptoms can come up as a result and they go away pretty quickly. But it's cool and it gets exciting to me because that's when I know for sure 100% that we're affecting the brain. Like when somebody starts sleeping better immediately after their first adjustment or they're feeling super tired or super euphoric or whatever, it's a dead giveaway that we've taken the body out of a stress state and into a more healing or parasympathetic arrest and digest state as we like to call it here inside the office. Okay, next question is why am I experiencing symptoms and or emotions that I haven't had in years? So another great question. One of the things you have to understand about the brain is that there's three levels to it. So there's the brain stem, which is like our survival part of the brain. So it cares about our heart rate and our blood pressure. It cares about shelter. It cares about safety. And that's really all the brain stem needs, right? And then after that is the limbic system. So the limbic system surrounds the brain stem and that's the emotional centers of the brain. And then the cortex is like our consciousness or our higher level of like rational, logical thinking, things like that. So if someone's just living in brainstem state because they're stressed out, then like there's no place for their body to process emotions. Think about it this way. If there was a bear or lion attacking you in the woods and you were going to get attacked by that thing, like it's not going to do you much good to in that moment sit down and cry on the ground because likely you're going to get attacked, you're going to get eaten, you're going to die. And so what happens is when people are chronically stressed out, they're living in brainstem state, they literally can't express emotions. So as soon as we take the body out of that state, it allows for them to start to process emotions that they may or may not have had 
been able to process before. And so I see this often when we're taking care of people is that they lay down on the table and after a few adjustments, they have like these big emotional releases or they sit in the car and they're like, man, I just had to cry for five minutes before I left or I feel so happy. Like there's a bunch of, or I started thinking about my mom who passed away. All of those things are indicators that were actually affecting the brain and taking the body out of that stressed out state and into a deeper level of healing. And part of the healing process is actually processing emotions. And so when we're doing these adjustments, yes, it's very likely that emotional things will come up because, again, going back to the arthrostem and the way that we adjust, we're affecting the brain with every single adjustment that we're doing. So it's not about the pain in one spot in their low back. This is about the brain and the way the brain processes things to allow people for higher levels of clarity, of presence, of productivity, and of profit. You did it with six seconds to spare on that one. Uh, my baby is breech. What can I do? This is a question that we hear quite often. Um, one of my favorite stories, I had a, a woman come in. She's like, I need you to turn my baby. This is one of the things that you have to understand before I answer the question, though, is that we as chiropractors are not turning babies. We are not OBs. We do not practice obstetrics. Literally, what we are doing is just upgrading the nervous system that mom has and creating more space within the pelvis, allowing round ligaments to relax, allowing the uterus to relax in a way that the baby can then turn him or herself. And so from the perspective of breech baby, what we're doing is by upgrading mom's nervous system, by getting her muscles to fire differently, because when we adjust the joints of the spine, we know we're affecting the brain. The brain controls how the muscles fire. So if mom is more relaxed, Obviously, all of those muscles that are creating stability and support around the pelvis, around the uterus, those are all going to relax as well. And that creates more room. It creates more sense of a safety for that developing baby um, inside a mom's womb. And that's what allows for this these breech babies to be able to turn on their own. And again, we're not doing it. We're not moving the babies. We're adjusting the spine in a very specific way with a very specific technique, a Webster technique that Dr. Lissa and I are both certified in. Um, and that's how we get these results with breech babies specifically. So the number one thing I would say that you can do if you're experiencing breech is to get chiropractic care. And it's not gonna be a one and done adjustment. It should be likely a course of care that's going to allow you to be set up as best as possible during your prenatal experience uh, and also to set you up for the best birthing process possible. Okay, next question is, why am I so tired after my first adjustment? Yeah, I think I hit on this one a little bit earlier, but mm -hmm. how I tell people is, your body can't be in fight or flight in a sympathetic, stressed out state or and rest and digest parasympathetic state at the same time. And so when we adjust someone who's been chronically stressed out for 10, 15, 20, sometimes who knows, lots of years, right, is the body is naturally going to the parasympathetic branch of the nervous system is called rest and digest. Key word in that is rest. So you can't be in fight or fight and rest and digest at the same time. So as soon as we adjust someone, and again, it's specific to the way that we adjust people here in the office because we know we're affecting the brain, is that we take the body out of a stress state into rest and digest and the body literally says, ah, for years I've been dumping stress hormones trying to keep you awake using all this energy, not anabolically to build you up, but catabolically to break you down. And as a result, you're exhausted. And so as soon as we take the brain out of that stressed out state, the body can say, finally, I can rest. And so long-term, what we can do is create a new habit and pattern within the nervous system where the body can stay in that resting, digesting state instead of in the fight or flight state. 
Next question, kind of off topic from where we've been at, why don't you take insurance? Yeah, I mean, this is an important question and it ties in with all the stuff that we kind of talked about is we take a very specific approach to the individual here in our office. So what that means is that a lot of times insurance companies are dictating how we take care of people as providers. So a perfect example of this is I have a woman who was coming to us and she tried to get reimbursed for some of her care and the insurance company came back and said, because she wasn't literally dying like 911 emergency, we're not going to cover any of her chiropractic care. And so from that perspective is like, we're seeing people not just to get them out of pain, but to allow them to express the highest quality of life possible. And so insurance doesn't play that game and we don't want to play that game with them. The other part of this is that a lot of times I see people where insurance companies, like they dic- the insurance company dictates who someone can go see. So we get regularly people here in our office who are like, I want to see the best of the best chiropractor. That's why I showed up in your office to see you or Dr. Alyssa. And inevitably what we find is they're like, oh, well, they don't take your insurance, so I'm gonna go somewhere else. And it's like, they just had to settle for care that maybe wasn't as good just because insurance company covered some of it somewhere else with someone else who's in network. The other part of this is that if we are in network with insurance companies, like we have to play their game in a lot of ways and it takes us out of integrity and we have to hire other people to do our billing and things like that. It takes us away from being able to focus on our clients. And ultimately what we care about is your results and the way that we get your results, the way that we give you individualized attention is by not having to worry about all the things that the insurance company ask us to do outside of providing care. And a lot of our time ends up like in other offices ends up being spent dealing with insurance companies versus taking care of clients. And that's why we want to just take care of you and we don't accept insurance for those reasons. And last question, are you always this positive and happy? I am always this positive and happy. I mean, there are obviously like everybody has bad days. Um, you know, like, I have, I feel like it's a choice. Like every day you wake up with a choice. You can be grumpy and then bad stuff's going to happen to you or you can be happy and just look at everything as a gift and a blessing. And so for me, I have tried and done my best and done lots of training and still have lots of work to do. Obviously is like, I love my life. I love my wife. I love the people I'm surrounded with. I only spend time with the people that I, that bring me joy and bring me fulfillment and none of the otherwise. So for me, it's like, yeah, my stoke on life is super real every single day. And obviously there are challenging times. Like, could I say that Heather and I never get an argument? No, we got an argument this morning um, where we didn't talk to each other, but it's still like, I'm so happy and so grateful for those moments because it allows me to grow. And I just look at everything as a growth opportunity instead of why it's so bad. So like, yeah, I mean, for the most part, I am happy and positive and uplifting. And I feel like I've had to train myself to do so for a very long time. Like going back to high school, I just decided, I mean, I can remember making the decision one day is like, I'm not going to let anybody upset me or like get me down. And it's ultimately within my control of how I feel every single day. And if you go back to the last episode of the podcast where Dr. Alyssa was talking about like the power of the mind is your mind can trigger a stress response in your body, just like someone putting a gun in your face. And so from that perspective, like you get to choose what your physiology does. And in a lot of ways, if you can start to control your physiology and the way you think about things, then you're going to be healthier. You're going to be happier because stress hormones don't necessarily allow for happiness. You don't need to be happy if you're going to fight or run away from something. Um, so if you can turn those off consciously, then you're also doing yourself uh, lots and lots of good along the way. Great. That wraps it up. And I am impressed that the timer did not go off for the two minutes on any of those that 
I practiced for months to get ready for this. We've been meaning to record this podcast for a long time and it has not happened. So I appreciate you for doing this. Of course. Any other questions for me before we wrap it up? I think that's good. We should probably do this again next time we get a bunch of the same question happening. Yeah, we should. And then you're going to answer them all next time. Okay, no pressure. All right, that is it for this episode. If you got some value out of it, leave a rating, leave a review, share it up with somebody who needs to hear. As always, if you want more info about us or you want to see other videos or get more content, um, Instagram is going to be the place for that. We love and appreciate every single one of you. We will come at you again next week. Thank you for listening to The Nexus Podcast with your host, Dr. Daniel Kimbley. If you're interested in receiving more information about optimizing your brain and nervous system, check out our website at www.nexusfamilychiropractic.com.